This is the Deep Dive with Brooke Spector. And good morning, and we are back again. Uh, our next guest will be Professor Elizabeth Sideropoulos. I'm supposed to wait because she's not quite linked in yet, but we will be talking with her. I've known Elizabeth for quite a few years, and her specialty at the Institute of International Affairs, which she currently heads, is she deals mostly with the European connections to Africa and to other European nations. Uh, that's her field of interest. And I think the conversation that we want to have with her is everybody knows that there is a, that there's a, a, a there are hostilities, let's call it a war, let's be straightforward about that. There's a war in Ukraine, and it's going to have an enormous and up until a couple of months ago, unforeseen impact on the way Europe is going to relate to itself. What kinds of country, how will the different countries in Europe adjust their policies to each other? And how will, how will their profile uh, extend to the rest of the world in light of the un unparalleled, certainly since the, the, the height of the Cold War, uh, how will it relate to the rest of the world? What's, will their orientation, will their interests be pulled back uh, and focused internally? Or will we, in fact, see a new effort at building greater connections to Africa in particular? Elizabeth, are you there? I've given you a long and laudatory introduction and yes, I'm, you... I'm here, Brooks. Sorry, I had a, a running between meetings. No problem. You're you're probably very busy this time of year, especially given everything that is going on. I I, I can understand that completely. She, we you can't see it because it's radio, but she smiles and she nods her head, and we we understand. What I was what I was introducing uh, was the idea that uh, just in the last month, Europe has had an entirely new way of having forced to really, to think about itself as a geographical, political, economic unity. And that's going to have spillover effects uh, to the way Europe deals with Africa and Asia. And I think you're the, you, you may well be the best person around to, to give me an insight into that. Yes, no, Brooks, great to, great to see you again, even if only uh, uh, virtually at, at this point. But yes, no, you're, you're absolutely right. I think uh, who would have imagined uh, uh, just, uh, just a month ago that, uh, you know, Europe would, uh, would be facing this kind of war. Europe, of course, it's not, is not, or the European Union is not uh, directly at war. But uh, certainly the kind of war that uh, uh, has, uh, has emerged in, 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 in Ukraine is, is one that they certainly uh, didn't quite expect. You know, over the last uh, 30 years since the, the fall of the, of the Berlin Wall, the, the, the end of the Soviet Union in, in, in 1991, we, we have had cases in, in, in Europe of, 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 of conflict, particularly in the former Soviet uh, realm, you know, if you think of, of Georgia in 2008, if you think of some of the uh, other uh, sort of low intensity uh, conflicts uh, in, the, in the Caucasus, uh, or indeed in Central Asia, um, and so on. But this is certainly a full scale conventional war that, um, that has broken out. And I think, 
It has impacts on 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 Europe on 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 several fronts. Uh, clearly, it the complacency of not another war in Europe, <laughs> um, I think, has 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 uh, flown out of the window. There it, it, there are significant impacts uh, implications uh, in in the area of energy. Uh, there are significant uh, implications in the area of. Um, of Europe's own uh, sort of uh, economic trajectory, and also in terms of the priorities that Europe has with other parts of the world. And I think what was really, what is really instructive in this regard is that literally a few days before the uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine on the 24th of February, uh, the AU and the EU had just completed their uh, their summit where a number of promises and commitments were made on 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 either side. Um, and obviously dimensions of climate change, green transformation, support in that in that regard uh, featured uh, featured quite highly. I think the calculus now and the resources available are going to be very very different, given that uh, Europe itself has now is now having really to to focus and to re re uh, rechannel resources onto defence military. We saw that really significant turnaround by uh, by Germany in terms of its of its military spending, and really the uh, the fact that it will have to invest much more internally in terms of its energy transition as, as, as a continent, as well as uh, to probably, hopefully soon, be able to see, uh, to make, to, to help rebuild Ukraine. Uh, I mean, from, from the devastation that's already uh, been incurred. And how will, how will all of that, that inward turn, uh, as I don't think you quite put it that way, but I think we can, uh, mm. we can define it as that, how is that yes. going to affect the up until the day the war broke out, how is that going to affect Europe's relationship with Africa? I think a lot of people in this part of the yeah. world, for them, that's the preeminent question. Yeah. So Europe, of course, is um, particularly the European Union. But if you add, you know, you, you can add the UK to that in broad terms is is certainly the continent's I know we talk about China being the continent's biggest trading partner, but if you take the European Union as a whole, uh, as a single market, certainly, uh, it is a very important trading partner. It's a very important investment partner in in many parts of of the continent. And and very significantly, it's an important uh, development cooperation uh, partner. So, uh, uh, and, and and it's Africa's closest neighbor. So we have issues of migration. Uh, that we have to deal with. And that, that I think, is a separate uh, category all on its own. What the war in Ukraine does, I think, in one way, it will probably increase the importance, the energy importance of Africa to Europe. If we're thinking of, of looking at alternative sources of gas, uh, certainly North Africa, I mean, there are already existing pipelines uh, in Algeria. There are pipelines that have now been reinvigorated coming from, uh, from West Africa and the Gulf of Guinea crossing uh, the Sahel. Uh, 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 these will become, I think, more important for Europe as potential alternative sources in the medium term. The same goes for LNG facilities. I think we'll see probably a, a greater investment in, the, in, in, in those facilities over time and, and here Mozambique also becomes important. And in that context, 
security, uh, the issues of peace and security in, in, in West Africa in particular, if we're looking at those as sort of the closest uh, um, uh, closest geographically to be able to, to supply certainly Southern Europe with, uh, with gas. I mean, the question is to what extent Will that will uh, a greater interest potentially in the medium term from Europeans in in peace and stability in 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 West Africa further complicate or help deal with some of the significant insecurities that West Africa has 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 been dealing with? I mean, you know, we we know the situation in Mali with uh, Wagner, uh, with the Wagner, the Russian Wagner uh, group there, uh, French uh, French departure from there. But how might that play out in the medium term is, is is one dimension. I think overall there's probably going to be less resources available in other development uh, uh, fields, uh, given that uh, Europe will have to divert its resources to its eastern flank, uh, so to speak. And I think probably at a political or geopolitical level, there will be elements of shall we say, uh, uh, distrust in terms of the way in which certain African countries supported or did not support Europe's position on, on Ukraine. We've seen some of that come out in, in, in statements already uh, uh, based on, on UN General Assembly uh, uh, votes and, and so on. And certainly this is, you know, we, we've seen the debate here in South Africa uh, as well about that. And so they, those are consequences that you know, will come up, but we're unclear about uh, the, the depth and the uh, acuteness of them. Sounds like you have a new conference ready to start. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it is, after all, your stated, your, the, the stated requirement of your organization to inform both specialists and the public. This, is, this seems to be yeah. a whole series of conferences. Yes, absolutely. And, and, uh, and we don't really necessarily have all the answers yet. Well, that's the best kind of conference. <laughs> when, there, when no one knows for sure what's going to happen, because then you can't be told that you were wrong. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Elizabeth, it's, it, it's been good to talk with you. I appreciate it very much. I know you're really ridiculously busy right about now, but we'll talk soon again on this and other things as they evolve. Right. Thanks, thanks Brooks. Thanks for having thank, me. Thank you for your time. Cheers.